Hi, and welcome to episode 19 of the Anti-Reactive Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Hoppy, parent educator and counselor, mom of two, and lover of all things related to parenting. This episode, I wanted to dig a little deeper into parenting styles and look at parenting from a sociological or cultural standpoint. As we all probably know, we, who we are as people and how we parent and interact with our children is driven both by genetic factors, which are things we can't change, and environmental factors, which are ever-changing. As the environment is ever-changing, and by environment I mean like world events, national events, the area you live in, the people in your lives, personal events, both good and bad, your health, and so on and so on. Anyway, these environmental factors, because they are ever-changing, the way people parent and make decisions about parenting changes throughout each generation. And the way one generation parents affects the way their children end up parenting their own kids. And as a result, we often see this swinging pendulum effect about how society views children and parenting from one generation to the next. I find all of this fascinating. So I wanted to share with you what we know about different generations and their approaches to parenting. In case the timelines of generations get a little confusing, in general, one generation doesn't typically parent the next generation. They parent the generation after next. This is because as one generation reaches a stopping point, the next generation is beginning. So those at the end of one generation are growing up while the next one is being brought into the world by the generation prior. So if we were to assign a number to a sequence of generations, generation one typically parents generation three, generation two raising generation four, three raises five, four raises six, and continues from there. When talking about parenting differences across the generations, there are data points beginning at the dawn of the Industrial Revolution which is when what is referred to as the greatest generation was born. They were born in the years 1901 to 1927. National events that influenced this generation include the stock market crash, the Great Depression, World War II, and Prohibition. This generation knows about hard times, and consequently, the value of hard work and maximizing your resources. This generation also was hallmarked by having large families, which... We all know as, you guessed it, the baby boomers, which we will talk about in a minute. If you have the blessing of knowing someone in your family from this generation, you may have noticed that they don't let much go to waste, they don't like asking for help, and they aren't afraid of hard work. The next generation is known as the silent generation, born between 1928 to 1945. Why were they called the silent generation? Well... This is because they are characterized by the group that kept their heads down, worked within the existing systems in their lives, both at home, at work, as well as in the community and within the nation. The world was recovering from World War II during this time, but peace was not present as threats continued to arrive, such as the Cold War, threats of nuclear warfare, and the rise of communism. This was a time when children should be seen and not heard, and divorce started to become a more common occurrence, therefore becoming more acceptable. Next came the baby boomers. Yes, the ones everyone loves to talk about, almost as much as the millennials, which they will come later. Okay, baby boomers. They were born between 1946 and 1964. 
This group saw the Vietnam War, the space race, and sending Americans to the moon, as well as the civil rights movement. This group is viewed as the rebels and the ones who, in direct contrast to the silent generation, wanted to see change and do things differently. They demonstrated an increased interest in their children's lives and sought input from their kids when parenting and making decisions. Baby boomers gave way to Generation X, defined as people born between 1965 and 1980. These kids were influenced by the rise of video games, MTV, the AIDS epidemic, and the dot-com bubble burst. This group is often called the latchkey kids, but when raising their own kids, became more involved in their overall development and nurtured individuality. Next up, millennials, born between 1981 and 1996. This group saw 9-11, constant war, grew up in a world without the internet, and involved with a world where the internet is ever-present, and began the use of social media, and they all entered adulthood during the Great Recession. Technology is now largely incorporated into parenting in a variety of ways for this group, and they find themselves within two extremes of either helicopter parenting, or even what's now referred to as lawnmower parenting, where they push their way in and they do it without even pretending they aren't interfering. Or the other side of the coin, a more hands-off approach with more minimal involvement. Finally, we have Generation Z, or between 1997 up to now, which is actually giving way to Generation Alpha, but we're not quite at a definitive definitions of these generations yet. But overall, these are the kids we are raising today. And the earliest of this group is now actually becoming parents themselves. These kids were born into a world of the internet, social media, smartphones, influencers, YouTube, and most recently, COVID-19. They have only known this as a part of how the world works. They haven't known the world without it. And since the earliest of this generation is just now becoming parents, we don't know enough about them yet. But here they are. Okay, so those are the basic groups. But as I was researching these different generations and their parenting trends, I ran into some problems. Depending on who you ask and who did the research, the trends from each generation were not identified consistently. In fact, in some cases, they were wildly different. And I'll give you one guess which two generations yielded the least consistency in identified trends. Yep, the two generations everyone loves to hate. The baby boomers and the millennials. It's almost comical how controversial these two generations are and how much bias exists when analyzing them. What's even more comical is that the baby boomers, who show a great deal of bias towards the millennials, forget that they were the ones who raised the millennials. After all, millennials didn't invent and pass out those participation trophies to themselves. But I digress. Let me give you some general statements I found about parenting of each generation. So... First up, the greatest generation. They ignored the real problems going on in the family. The silent generation. They began the trend of broken homes and hands-off approach to parenting. Baby boomers. They're bad with discipline. Generation X. Those are the helicopter parents. Millennials. They're narcissists that want their kids to feel special. That all sounds pretty disturbing, right? Here's what else was said. The greatest generation valued hard work. 
the silent generation emphasize personal responsibility. Baby boomers invested in their child's self-esteem. Generation X focused on finding a work-life balance. Millennials concerned about how they were doing in their jobs as parents with a desire to grow and improve. So here's where we run into problems. If you're like me, you heard these generalizations and thought to yourself, hey, I know someone in my family from that generation, and they are nothing like that, both in the negative comments or in the positive comments. Or maybe you said, my grandma was nothing like that, and that's why my family didn't have any of those problems. Or, my grandma was nothing like that, and that's why my family does have so many problems. You hear these statements, they aren't actually helpful. In fact, even within a singular family, mom and dad may each have very different perspectives on parenting. In fact, this is captured well in the sitcom The Goldbergs, which is an exaggerated version of the creator Adam F. Goldberg's upbringing. The mom on the show, Beverly, played by Wendy McLendon Covey, has an over-the-top involvement in her children's lives. She's constantly meddling, manipulating, and trying to fix their problems for them, all out of love, but it really causes her kids a lot of distress and embarrassment. The dad, on the other hand, Murray, played by Jeff Garland, is the total opposite. He's hands-off, doesn't want to know, doesn't want to be involved, and just wants to relax and not be bothered with his children's shenanigans. Again, the show is an exaggerated version of the creator's upbringing, but how can you look at a family like that and say, here are the trends in parenting during the 80s? You can't, and I don't want to put any of you listeners in a box either. I mean, honestly, if you've ever been to a birthday party, took your kids to a playground, or hosted a play date, you know that the way you parent may look absolutely nothing like the way the parents of your child's peers may parent. I will go even as far as to say that anti-reactive parenting is probably not the norm. It's impossible to paint a generation with a broad brush. The good news is, there is plenty we can learn from each generation. There are hallmarks that we can point to and say, this generation did this well. Let me tell you what some of those things are. Across all generations, these hallmarks include, they listen to their children, they enforce the rules, they provide consistency, or they demonstrate patience. They also model and teach personal responsibility. These are the good things that we can extrapolate across all generations that were done well and had a positive impact. And these are the hallmarks of anti-reactive parenting. Anti-reactive parenting has existed across each of these generations in different ways. And in this messy analysis of characteristics of who these people are across generations and how they parented, we can definitively point to these anti-reactive traits and the positive outcomes they yielded. The greatest generation yielded hard-working baby boomers who advocated for important societal changes such as civil rights and were some of the minds behind sending crude flights to space. The silent generation were masters of consistency, creating confident, responsible adults that can be relied upon. In this age group, which is the generation, Generation X that they raised, this age group made up the vast majority of the heroes running into danger to save others during 9-11. Baby boomers raised millennials, 
who are compassionate parents, concerned more than ever about developing healthy habits in their children and in doing their job as parents right. The point is, no generation got parenting all right. In fact, no parent ever, no matter which generation they belong to, has ever gotten parenting all completely right. There are no perfect parents, but we can learn from models of quality, intentional, anti-reactive parenting and look to those hallmarks that bring about quality relationships within the family and develop amazing future adults into members of society that create positive impacts within their own families, communities, and spheres of influence. Anti-reactive parenting is not easy, but it is so, so worth it. So continue to dig in and fight the good fight, knowing that what you do as an intentional parent makes a difference every single day. That is all for now, my dear listeners. And as always, I want to thank you for listening and for sharing this podcast with others you know who would enjoy it too. If you continue to enjoy these episodes, please give a quick five-star rating. And if you're feeling extra, a quick positive review. These are much appreciated and help others find this podcast in their quest to become better parents. Don't forget to follow our podcast and add it to your library so you don't miss an episode. Also, for all of you fathers out there, check out the Anti-Reactive Parenting Companion podcast, Life Fatherhood. Life stands for Lead Your Family with Excellence. The short-form podcast for fathers is about how to deal with challenges raising your kids and increase your excellence as a father who leads intentionally. You can find Life Fatherhood, that's L-Y-F-E, on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Until next time, parent intentionally, plan for what's to come, and be anti-reactive.